because you you should you should see Cat at like Right Club stuff. She is she is a consummate performer. She is bold. She is yeah yeah yeah. It's true. It's true. Been humble. <laughs> sake. Okay. Oh, swearing. Yeah, you can. Swear. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll do the intro now. Hello and welcome to a vague idea. This is a comedy game show podcast hosted by me, Nate Regolia. Each week, I subject my guests to a list of topics to find out if they have a vague idea. I did it again, Shannon. I did it again. Twice in a row. Uh, This week, the episode theme is Eurotrip, partially because uh, our dear with us as always, Shannon Page, just returned from the land of ice. Also known for uh, being very green, because apparently they were just trying to trick Vikings, unless D2 the Mighty Ducks has misled me about the history of uh, <laughs> geographic nomenclature. Shannon. Hi. Welcome to the show again. Thank How are you? you? Thank you. I'm great. How was the How was the trip? It was amazing. Yeah? Yeah, it was a, a beautiful country. Did you catch any elves while you were there? Um, I did, but I couldn't get them back through customs, so I had to let them go. That's fair. That's fair. Did, did you like the number of towns that are like, hey, we have elves here? Did you see those, like, the road signs? I didn't. Oh, okay. Because I remember taking, when, when Jenny and I went, we took the bus around uh, partially to go to Blue Lagoon, which I think you went to Blue Lagoon yep. also? Yep. Cool. Uh, and one of the, uh, uh, they have, like, it's like the, the novelty signs that people will have on the driveways in the suburbs or in the uh, outer limit burbs um, where it's like, oh, it's a duck crossing or, oh, it's a clown cross, you know, whatever. It's some dumb shit crossing. But in Iceland, they have a thing that's like, we uh, elves are here. Ah, it's, it's pretty I didn't, cute. I didn't yeah. see those. Yeah, lots of elves. Anyway, that was, <laughs> that was riveting. Uh, welcome back. Thank you. Thank and, you. And uh, w- joining us, uh, we have special guest Kat Atwell. She is a mental health advocate and entertainer. And a mom, Cat. Welcome to the show. Why? Thank you very, very much. Happy to be here. All right. Well, hey, can you uh, can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Because I I would like to know. I feel like uh, we have talked in in passing several times at Right Club events, and I've seen you perform. And uh, mm-hmm. boy, listeners, you are in for a treat. And I'm going to put a lot of pressure on her right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, it's okay. I was in therapy about four hours ago. So I've already been ripped apart emotionally. And uh, so all of my vulnerabilities are at stake. Uh, really excited to be here and uh, to let all of you down. Okay, so um, just kidding. Uh, we'll talk to my You can't possibly let that. us down. It'll be, it'll be all right. All right. Uh, so me, I, um, I do a lot of writing. I, my, my big accomplishment most recently, I got published in McSweeney's. Very, Ooh, wow. So, very nice. Thank you. Great. Uh, what was the title of the piece? It was uh, Five Underrated Places for Women to Cry. Okay. In peace. Yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, I need to look that up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you can you give us give us one of give us one of those five places uh, real quick? Let's see. What was one of them? Uh, it was actually in an automated car wash. Uh, and while while many women, I'm sure, have already used their cars to as a place to cry. Sure. When you are actually going through the car wash, there's no way for anyone to see you or get in. Now it has to be a fast cry, obviously, sure. like a three yeah. to five minute <laughs> cry. 
but you have utter privacy during that period of time. You also get to experience the world around you crying with you in right. a way. Right. I, I could see how that would be a really that would be a really good place okay, to cry. Thank you. Yeah, thank absolutely. You. There are four absolutely. others. Check it out in McSweeney's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> McSweeney's, if you'd like to sponsor the podcast, you can oh, tweet God. at us at a vague idea pod. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Um, so yeah, I do I do writing and uh, I've been pretty active in the storytelling community in Denver and Boulder for like the past two three years um i was in the moth grand slam in denver in 20 good lord time flies 2017 and uh yeah and then you know we met at right club yeah i will encourage anybody in the denver area to attend um and right club is back yeah it is to start august very excited returning to the physical location of syntax which will now be roxy roxy's broadway yeah broadway roxy's that's something cool yeah Yeah. sure we needed more Mm -hmm. concept places yep that's good um so yeah a lot of storytelling (laughs) um i attempted stand-up comedy and it was way too intimidating but uh i learned that in storytelling uh people are not necessarily showing up to laugh so if I happen to be funny, it is a pleasant surprise, but I'm not obligated. Right. There's, there's a lowered expectation. <laughs> yeah. And if I wind up having a, you know, a tough story, it's not like, oh, bummer, she was supposed to be funny. Um, and I've, I've really liked that. And so in addition to that, uh, I host Ignite Denver. I've been doing that for about five oh, years. Oh, right on. I didn't know you hosted it. Uh-huh. That's awesome. And, um, and then I also do improv comedy. I'm in a group called At The Bar, which is a... An all-female improv troupe that involves long-form improv and choreographed dance. Ooh, nice! Yeah, there are tutus and ribbons involved. Wow! Yeah, yeah. very cool. And you're and you are this evening, which this won't be relevant to the listener in right. two weeks, but uh, you're going to be doing a great debate at the Buntport tonight, I believe. I am. Great! Oh, yeah. right yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. eight p.m. It's uh, I'm on Team Bigfoot. Yeah. Uh, so um, who, who who you're debating? Uh... Oh, we're going up against Team Metric System. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. I I was gonna assume it was all cryptids, but in mm. fact, we're talking just about measurements. I don't even know what cryptids are. Uh, it's Bigfoot's. Okay. Your uh, your your Mothmen. Okay. Your Chupacabras. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Cryptids. <laughs> P.S. Also, I have no problem asking questions oh. on words I do not understand. So, I think that's a, a virtue, really. Thank you. Uh, far too many people, especially in this in this country, uh, refuse to ask questions when they don't know, and they just go, "I know harder," and go and go loud. <laughs> Which that's cool. That's cool. At least it hasn't got all the way to the top yet. <laughs> uh, Good talk. All right. <laughs> Uh, tonight's game is the the, to- the theme is going to be Euro Trip, uh, as I said before. Uh, Kat, do you want to go first, or would you like Shannon to go first? I would love Shannon to go first. Great. Well, okay, Shannon, you can pick a topic number one through ten. I'll go with number four. Number four. All right, Shannon Page. Do you have a vague idea about an Irish goodbye? Oh, I do. Great, Kat Atwell. Irish goodbye. I believe I do. Great, Shannon. What do you know about Irish goodbyes? Um, well, first, the first thing I want to say about an Irish goodbye is that it's actually probably pretty racist to call it that, if it's the thing I'm thinking of. I mean, not really racist, but uh, you probably, it, just anytime you put a group of people in front of another thing, you probably want to come up with sure. another name for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I actually do this a lot, but I try not to call it that. It's where you decide that you want to just peace the fuck out and you leave without saying goodbye to anybody 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know why it's got its origin as Irish goodbye. That feels a little achy to me at this point. But I used to call it that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah great, great. Cat, <laughs> can you add anything? Uh, samesies. Uh, I didn't... <laughs> yeah, there's not really much I, more to say yeah, about it's, it. Yeah, it's a tough. It's a I, tough. I didn't know what it was until a friend of mine uh, named Dropping Laura Condi referred to it as an Irish goodbye. And then somebody else thought it was from another area of Europe. And I was like, no, isn't it like the German goodbye or the Swedish? I'm like, I don't know what any of these are. I just know it means that you leave without literally saying goodbye. So uh, it's a it's a sneak away without having to do the hugging and yep. thanking and all of that thing. I often find I think I think the reason it might be racist because I at least in my personal experience, I've done it when I've gotten so drunk that mm -hmm. I just need to get home. <sighs> like when I lived in New York and I'd be like, I got to stumble outside and get a cab and I need to do it right now. Huh. Yeah, yeah, that's that that hits it on the head. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys described the Irish goodbye perfectly. Now, uh, here we have from Rice University's database of neologisms uh, says that the term comes from Boston, which uh, you know, lots of Irish people in Boston. It should be the Boston goodbye then. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Agreed. Um, uh, and it, it basically has uh, the essence of stereotypes about the irish being drunk and then leaving huh. um so that's that's kind of the thing and yeah it's it's a problematic term although i've known many people of irish descent to use it uh playfully uh but yeah we're we're in a we're in a weird zone there's gonna be a couple of these things uh, <laughs> <Great>. but <laughs> you're like everything i've chosen tonight <laughs> everything i've chosen is horribly horribly <laughs> culturist if not racist uh Great job. You're both going to get a point for that. Ooh, well wow. done. Thanks. And, uh, and Kat, Road your coattails. Okay. You get to pick mm. one through nine. I, I will go with six, please. Number Nate. six. Great. <laughs> well, Kat, do you have a vague idea about Frenching? Oh, I have more than a vague idea about Ooh. Frenching. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Shannon, Frenching? I've heard of it. Okay. Mm. It's been a while. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's talk about the 90s, Nate. Yeah, let's, let's do it. I want, I want whatever story is coming next. Oh, man. Uh, uh, how to pick just one. Uh, yeah, so Frenching is kissing with your mouth open, and it involves tongues. Ooh. Yeah, that's at least that's what I've been calling it all these years. <laughs> Actually, at some point you stop calling it Frenching, and I don't know when that is. College? Maybe then it just becomes kissing, but definitely in high school it was Frenching. I think like making out was what it became when I was in high school. Um, huh. But I don't know if that, I mean, I guess that could just be lots of pecking too. I, I don't know. Every, everything. Making uh, out involved dry humping. Ah, Frenching yeah. was mouth specific. Over, yeah, Frenching is mouths. <laughs> making out is hands over shirts maybe. Right. And then you're Their dealing bases. in totally different yeah. areas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a good point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh Okay, so here's here's a Frenching story. I uh, I went to school in rural Missouri, and um, I met a boy that I had originally met on Telnet because, of course, I did nineties. Yeah, um, yeah, nice. Yeah, and uh, this this young man named Alex. He was in ROTC. He's a gorgeous specimen of a male. Let's go ahead and give Alex's last name oh, on the show. Not. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> I haven't seen him in like 20 years, but still, because of what I'm about to say, I'm going to protect his his anonymity to some degree. He was really, really pretty, and uh, I remember going over to his dorm, and uh, and I really 
for real. I mean, just his body was great. He just never needed to talk. And, okay. Uh, yeah. But he went to kiss me. I think we've all me. known that person. God, right? Uh, <laughs> he kissed me, and it was like it was like if you have the fluffiest pillow and you just like smash your face onto it. It was like he pillowed his his mouth, and there was no <laughs> muscle behind it. And then his tongue came. I'm like, this is this is horrendous. It, it like like uh, are you familiar with the blob from the comic books? Yes. So like punching the blob where it's like it just sort of go like your your motion is just sort of absorbed into this thing. Right. And then yeah, and then uh, it, obviously yeah. like a tongue uh, like coming a, out like a moray eel is yes. probably terrifying. Uh, that's exactly uh, what it was. Worst. Yeah. Worst. It was like his mouth was this weird bean bag. Um and then afterwards I pulled away. You know, and it's one of those where you're supposed to look happy and he, <laughs> and to, and I had not even said anything and he goes do you want to know why I'm such a good kisser no like, oh fuck yeah I do and he goes it's because I watch a lot of soap operas oh <laughs> that's so cute like, and mm, sad that's adorable and also not accurate um <laughs> Did did he do the because uh, because one of my favorite things from from fifties and sixties movies especially how old do you think I am Nate I don't, th- <laughs> I don't think you're old I, I assume you're well versed in cinema of quality That's fair. okay and yeah. like if you watch Cary Grant kiss a woman in a movie mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. any of the movies where he's uh, right. you know uh, there's a whole lot of like full head wrap yes and then this weird like. Almost like just mashing your face into the face yes. without yeah. it's there's not it's not an act of interaction. It's no. sort of like we're pressing together. Right. And then I guess we're hoping that maybe by turning our faces our necks in opposite, will rotate yeah, some way. Yeah. And that yeah. will create the the friction of pleasure that I we're all seeking. Maybe. Well that's yes. how you make your Barbies kiss, right? Yeah, that yeah. is. Yes. Mush yes. them together and yeah. rotate them around. Yeah. <laughs> or Princess Vespa and uh Dark Helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so uh, I did. I, I don't think I ever practiced Frenching on like a pillow or may, maybe a bedpost. I might have practiced on a bedpost. It's possible. Okay, it was yeah. a long time ago. How, how old? Were, how old were you when you first uh, had I a first tongue kiss French? with someone? Yes. Uh, that would be um, that would be fall of 1989, Nate. Okay. I was 13. Wow. Yeah, nice. freshman in high school. Good for Wheat you. Wheaton North High School. Uh, my boyfriend Andrew, also no name. Even if I gave it though, he has a, Andrew Roberts. There you go. Uh, we can beep it out later. So, if you change well, your mind. So much Dracar. <laughs> like you could smell him before and after. You could see him because of the amount of Dracar that boy. There's there's a cloud following around. In. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty positive that he was he was the first boy I ever French kissed. Oh wow. Okay. Or Janet. Frenched. I I I've always said French kissed. I don't think. That I think that's fair. I mean, you could also be referencing the Meg Ryan, Kevin Klein movie, French Kiss that mm. way. But I I think that I think it tracks. I that. Yeah. Okay. Good. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. Uh, all all of my female friends in high school mm-hmm. loved that movie, and specifically, I believe quoting the line like "He makes my ass twitch." I think is something that Kevin Klein <laughs> people says. People make my ass twitch. You people make my ass twitch. Uh, Shannon, how old were you when you French kissed somebody the first time? I was 15. All right. 15, and I it did not do it on purpose. Oh. oh. Yeah. I had a boyfriend that kept trying to get me alone. He would write me notes like, let's meet in the, the stairway in, you know, at, at school. And let's I'd be meet like, in a secluded area where no one can see us or find the body. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, no. Romance is dead. I'm busy. <laughs> I can't do it. Run away. <laughs> 
and uh, a bunch of people were hanging out in my house, and they all left at the same time. And as they were leaving, he went, "Oh, I left my wallet in your room." And I was like, oh, "Okay." And we went back to get it. And it's a classic George me Costanza and stuck his, move. Stuck his tongue down <laughs> so my you throat. You were assaulted. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I never thought of it though. It, it is. It's gross. And it is. It's such a George Costanza move. Like, oh, I left my wallet in your room. I guess I gotta come back over and get it. Oh, now I'm gross. picturing that boy as George Costanza. <laughs> it actually was George Costanza. I, oh, I will no. say. Which made it even more awkward because my parents were like, why are you dating this 40-year-old man? <laughs> the first time it did happen, like, Andrew was, was, you know, easing on down the road and he opened his mouth and put his tongue in my mouth. I'm like, oh, okay, I've never actually done this before. So I put my tongue in his mouth. We actually did not move and just sat there with our tongues resting in each other's just, mouths. Just, just like, there, like, I think they were like side by side. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Just kind of like. I was imagining two levels of elevated highway just hovering over each other. Like, possible. oh, zoom, zoom. But yeah, and I, I was thinking to myself while we're like poised, I'm like, is this really what people get so excited about? This is weird. And my tongue, you know, involuntary muscle, so it would twitch. And I was like, oh, now I'm, now I feel extra awkward because I moved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I was, I was 18. Aww. I was very old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, uh, I, I think I enjoyed my first uh, tongue kiss more than my first sexual experience, which was very much in the, in the category of like, oh, is this what everybody's. Right. Because I was like, cool. I'm conf like, and of course, like one, I wasn't doing it right because right. I was like a what? I was a 19 year old boy. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, you know, my my uh, background was largely in oh, these are things that happen in Cinemax movies late mm -hmm. at night. And I was like, <laughs> okay, this must be how it's done. Of course, there's no like, you know, yeah, it was a great time growing up. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we'll run this down real quick. Uh, in English informal speech, a, a French kiss. Now, has anybody ever referred to a French kiss as a deep kiss in their life? Because Wikipedia seems to think that it's also a deep kiss. I think I've read that in like romance novels. Yeah, I th yeah, he's right. kissed me deeply. Yeah, a deep kiss. Yeah, also romance novels. It's an amorous kiss in which the participants' tongues extend to touch each other's lips or tongue. A quote kiss with the tongue stimulates the partner's lips, tongue, and mouth, which are sensitive to touch and induce physiological sexual arousal. I want to know who is sitting at home updating Wikipedia right. for French kiss. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> uh, a French kiss is so called because at the beginning of the 20th century in the English speaking world the french had acquired a reputation for more adventurous and passionate sex practices mm. uh i seem to remember was it the brady bunch movie or it was the brady bunch i can't remember but there was some joke about like uh frenching and then i think the girl who was playing Marsha. i think it was i think it was the, it's movie. the movie yeah because she's like, like i thought you were from wisconsin yeah. or something like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a delightfully dumb joke um in france though uh the french kiss is referred to en bizarre Amoureux, a lover's kiss, or en baiser avec la langue, which is a kiss with tongue. Uh, and even in the past, it was known as baiser florentine, which would then push it to Italy as the place where people tongue kiss. So that's delightful. Hmm. Um, great job. Uh, uh, another little bit of information, just in case you didn't know. Please. Frenching, uh, in a context of automobiles, is the act of recessing or molding a headlight, taillight, antenna, or number plate into the car body to give a smoother look to the vehicle. Hmm. Wow. Isn't that, isn't that <laughs> helpful to know? I'm going to go get an oil change and ask them if they would also French my car the next time. <laughs> 
just just make sure you're filming the whole thing because something weird will happen. Uh, great. I'm going to give you both three points. Oh, wow. Uh, excellent. Excellent Appreciate work. Appreciate you. And, uh, and Shannon, we're back to you. One through eight. Two. Number two. Shannon, it's time for your favorite topic. It is time for Palm ou Palm de Terre. Each week on Palm ou Palm de Terre, I present an object that is neither an apple, palm a francais, or a potato, palm de terre a francais, and you both have to tell us if it's an apple or a potato. This week, I have some green shoelaces in a little bag. Shannon, are these green shoelaces an apple or a potato? I have an answer, but I feel like I'm going to start recycling answers soon. That's fine. So it's something substantial inside okay. of a waxy plastic container. Sure, that makes sense. Which, much like an apple, kind of has its waxy external skin and something delicious on the inside. Great. Also, apples might have worms. And those and are worm-like. This, these kind of look like worms. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. Great, yeah. Shannon. Good job. Cat, yes. what do you think? Do you uh, agree? Is this an apple or would you say it's a potato? I would say a hard potato. I would. You're going, you're going hard potato. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not only is it extremely boring, as I associate with potatoes, <laughs> but it also is multifunctional and can be used in a number of different ways, not only to tie shoes, but for any number of child crafts. And, you uh, could also probably garrot someone. I was going to say like murder yeah. is an option. Oh, yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Much like you would murder someone with a potato, right? Yep. Well, you stuff just, that in the mouth hard enough, you you'll can, you'll kill a person. Mash and scallop and fry and so many different ways to use a potato. You could get a million potatoes and hook them up to uh, a, a bunch of wires and then use it to very slowly electrocute James Bond. Here's another fun one. So a potato has eyes. And shoelaces get thread through eyelets. Ooh. What? Nice. Very nice. nice. Thank you. Very nice. nice. Thank you. Very I good. appreciate that you passed it to me so I could fondle it. Oh, sure. <laughs> that, was, that was really nice. Please fondle my shoelaces my for God. as long as you'd like. This is really... And potatoes are sexy, they... as these green shoelaces are right now. Right? What's that, what is sexier than a potato? God, right? Right? I need a moment. Everybody's saying... <laughs> <laughs> Great job. Uh, Shannon, I'm going to give you a point. And Kat, I'm going to give you a point and a half. Thank you. Um, and I Kat... like that you started with how boring it was and you ended with how sexy it was. Right. Well, that's how a lot of my relationships have started. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know until you know. Yeah. Yeah. Often, often, uh, if it's too sexy up front, it usually ends up boring. Thank right? you. It's a, real, it's a real March weather thing. It's mm -hmm. like, it's in like a lion out like a lamb or vice versa. Right. And you're going to, you, you really, well, I don't know which one you want. A relationship. I'm a slow burn kind of girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, great job, cat. Uh, you get to pick one through uh, seven. Mm, let's do number one. Number one. Hey, it's time to play scooting with Putin. <laughs> Every time we play scooting with Putin, I'm going to present some information mm -hmm. about a person who both of you will know about, uh, and you just have to tell me. Well, who's Putin scooting with. Oh. Okay? Oh, wow. uh, So, Kat, we'll start with you. Mm. If you don't know, you pass, and then Shannon will get a chance. And there, there are three total questions, so we'll just see what happens. But, right. uh, so, number one. I'm so ready. <laughs> don't confuse this high-ranking Frenchman for the popular petite baked treat. Who's Putin scooting with? Oh, that would be Macron. Very good. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. Excellent. Shannon, number two. You won't find this surrealist artist in Central America. He was born in Spain. Oh. Uh, is it Dolly? 
That is correct. <laughs> yeah. Well done. I yeah. was going to say I believe I had a poster of his in college, but couldn't remember his name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was the one with the clock. The melting. clock. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, was it Klimt or? <laughs> right. Every, yeah. Because uh, every, every, okay, this is going to be a gross generalization, but m- many of the women I knew in college mm-hmm. had uh, the Chat Noir poster. Mm-hmm. They had the Klimt lovers kissing mm-hmm. uh, poster, and then uh, yeah, occasionally you'd have your uh, your yeah. your melting clocks dolly and Kermit Klein. Oh yeah, the picture of Kermit wearing his Kermit Klein underwear. I uh, just that's what yes. I've heard hypothetically. Oh no, yeah, that's I great. Had, uh, I had Uma Thurman sitting on the bed in Pulp Fiction. Oh nice. sure, uh-huh. nice. that's a good one. And I had a a, a, a taxi driver. Robert, oh. Robert De Niro, with yeah. his hands out like this. Nice. You talking to me? Are you talking <laughs> yeah, to me? Basically, with the yeah. army jacket. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had one of those also that had an escalator, like going into an ocean. It was one of those. I was like, mm. oh yeah. Oh, the was it a um, an Escher? Yes. Or, okay. Wait, yeah. no, I don't. Or it, it was, was like in that vein. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Very sure. much yeah. in that. Vein. Yeah. I probably had an Escher as because well. Because lots of people had the the infinite staircase Escher, yes. or they had the, the squares uh, that turned to birds. Yes. Yes. Exactly. I believe I had that exactly. one. Exactly. I might have had a book. I don't know. And then of course, <laughs> if you were a boy in college, you had a Scarface poster mm-hmm. and the uh, women with the Pink Floyd albums painted on their back. Right. Uh, <laughs> number three, cat. <laughs> number three. This. 93-year-old dwarf dog enthusiast's last name is Windsor. Who's Putin scooting with? I would like to pass, mate. Okay. Shannon. It's the queen, right? Yes. The duchess. No? Queen Elizabeth II. God damn it. (laughs) Very good. She loves her corgis. I didn't know. Dwarf dogs. Wow. And and last name of Windsor, because uh, I guess they won the War of the Roses, is the implication. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Kat, you're going to get one point, and Shannon will get two points. I appreciate that, and uh, yeah, and respect it. (laughs) I appreciate your respect. You know know what? In in this is is episode, I think, 40 or 41, in that many episodes, no one has ever said that they respect my scoring, and I really want to say, I I thank you. To be fair, I was saying that I respect Shannon for getting the score. That's fair. I I retract my uh, my moment of pride. No, uh, I also I also re- respect your scoring as she did get two correct answers to my one. It's true. It did make Math. it just, just did make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shannon, uh, one through six. Uh, I'll go with number four again. Number four again. Well, Shannon Page, do you have a vague idea about the Belgian dip? I don't. Okay, cat. Wait, the... I'll say I do because I want to take a guess. Great, yes, okay. that's that's a good strategy. Cat, <laughs> the Belgian dip. Uh, I'm also going to say, <laughs> uh, yes, thanks to my imagination, I have a lot of vague ideas about the Belgian dip. That's, hey, that's all we're looking for. Uh, Shannon, Shannon, let's talk about the Belgian dip real quick. The Belgian dip is mayo. Because you dip your fries in it when mm. you're in Belgium. Ooh, I mean, I like that. That's not that's not correct, that's not but it. I like it. That's I my like guess. That. Yeah, I'm uh, very pro dip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, who does like? What are you gonna do? Just eat things without a sauce on them? Right. What's oh, the point? Right. It's like Frenching with uh, someone who has pillow face. Right. God, it's like just why bother? <laughs> Unfulfilling. Yeah. 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 When I was in Iceland, we went to a, a chip shop that had multiple dips. Which? What was it called? Was it like, did it have like a cityscape on the thing? Yes. Was there an yes. umlaut? Was it in Reykjavik? Oh my God. Yeah. We went there. We went there. 
It was so good because they have like 19 different kinds of dipping sauces. Yeah. Now, granted, it's still like a restaurant because of the number of dips. It still has like a because no, that's all they have is just so French dips are what bring people. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. And it's also like the least expensive place you can eat in Reykjavik because I think it's like $12 for nine fries, it whereas everywhere else is like $40 for food. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Iceland, not cheap. Okay. If you wanted like a cheeseburger with no fries and no like mm-hmm. anything, you're still going to spend like $20 on just the sandwich. Good Lord. Yeah, yeah. Tiny island. <laughs> Very attractive. <laughs> were, were people doing, uh, were the kids doing their like end of the year celebration? No. Okay, quick quick. Did I go to the story. same place as you? You have a lot of well, stories. No, about the dips. <laughs> you, 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 you went substantially later. So when Jenny and I went, it was, it was the beginning of May. And all of the high school kids were getting out of school. So their last, like, week activity was this scavenger hunt, I guess. But everybody was in, like, different furry costumes, essentially. Like, Aww. there were some people dressed as cupids, some people dressed as bears, some people dressed as foxes. And they were doing the scavenger hunt across Reykjavik on one of the days we were there, <laughs> culminating in mad streaking. Like, <laughs> we saw so many naked Icelandic uh, 18-year-olds, hopefully. I don't know what the laws were there. Um, I wasn't looking, just yeah. to be clear. But <laughs> but they were everywhere, and it was hilariously wild. Um, but you you missed it, because I'm sure it was it was later. Uh, uh, okay, great. Cat? Uh, uh uh, I'm I'm going to equate it to like a polar plunge where somebody oh, has to okay. hop into water, which might also be a dip of sorts. That, it, it that's, could, yeah. I like that too. Uh, yep. And you have to do so with a heavy accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't. It's I, cool. Yeah. I, that, I took that German. Was, yeah. yeah. But I mean, kind of like Belgian kind of sounds like German and French mashed it together, does. I think. Mm-hmm. But I don't really. Wunderbar, and then they. Psh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I nailed it, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, neither of you were correct, but I love both of you. Was answers. it a sandwich? Um, that was my backup guess. The uh, the Belgian dip is actually it, it's a reference to the Austin Powers movies. Uh, at one point, uh, Doctor Evil is drinking a cappuccino, and he gets milk foam on the tip of his nose, and he claims <laughs> that it is the Belgian dip, and that it's a very uh, common. And popular thing to do. That is so obscure. That is really obscure. It is. I realize that it is, but Sir Patrick Stewart, Jean-Luc Picard slash Professor X himself, has a video on his Twitter of him doing a Belgian dip, and he references it that way. So I don't really know. I mean, I feel like that man is the barometer for all things culturally good. That's valid. Um, let me let me ask you this. Did you know what the Belgian dip was before you were researching topics for this episode? I did remember what it was once <laughs> I saw it. Because uh, uh, when I was in high school, like the, this was the, the, the group of girls that also liked the French Kiss movie were all very into the Austin Powers movies. So these were things that I heard with incredible frequency. Um, yeah. Uh, so yes, I mean, I don't know. It's like, it's a time is a flat circle thing. If I knew it or not, I, I, I can't say it, regardless, I'm going to give you each a point because Woo-hoo! I loved both of your answers. I think these are alternatives that can be utilized immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah. I love the idea of a Belgian dip being just like, this is a, a ceremonial, uh, it's not a baptism necessarily, a but it's, yeah, yeah, we're just gonna, we're just gonna get in the water. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea of j- just being dipping shit in mayonnaise. Cause come on, it's actually underrated mayonnaise is a good dipping thing especially mm-hmm. when you get into the veganaise 
family of things, which I only recently discovered. It's it's tasty. It is. Vegan Ace is good. <laughs> Shannon, you've never... <laughs> Such audience, the skepticism and stink face that she just showed me was... Very attractive. Not is what it was. Not. I. I. I just. I thought it was interesting that you were like mayonnaise is good, especially when it's not mayonnaise at all, and it's, it's this totally this other yeah. thing. <laughs> but you dip fries in it. I'm gonna start to try and spread that though. Like next time I go to a restaurant, I'm gonna be like, Vegan-ace? "Can I get some? No, 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 Belgian dip. Oh, okay. Can I get some extra Belgian dip on that sandwich? <laughs> okay, great. And can I... you French kiss my car? <laughs> Let's. Just change the world together, because I don't. I, I I think I think at this point I've given up on changing it in any sort of productive fashion. Mm-hmm. So let's just get people to assume that dipping things in mayonnaise is a, is a, Belgian, is a Belgian dip. The shift starts and, now, and just get mechanics to French cars, because yeah. why not? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So great, you're both getting point, um, and we're back to uh, we're back to cat. Oh yeah, cat one through five. Uh, I will go with five, please. Number five. Yeah. Do you have a vague idea? Mm. About the Italian stallion. Yes. Okay. Shannon, the Italian stallion? Yeah. All right. Great. Kat, start us off. What do you know about this Italian stallion? Uh, I believe I believe it's Sylvester Stallone. And, uh, you know, of Rocky fame. Oh, sure. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I think, didn't he get the name from boxing? Or acting? Acting, boxing? And then he jumped in some water in Belgium. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just a, uh, I do not agree with this, but just a, a handsome Italian man um, <laughs> who fucked horses. So no, maybe. I mean, I just went off on the. <laughs> nope, that was wrong. I take back the horse fucking. Just a, just a, a big burly Italian man who did boxing. His name was Sylvester Stallone. Thank you. <laughs> that's, that's very good. Uh, very good. Shannon, can you add anything? Uh, the only the only thing I could add is that maybe that nickname comes from his uh, beginning acting career when he was a porn star. Ooh. In which case, I will reiterate that he was a big Italian man. And fucking horses. <laughs> yeah. uh, well done, Shannon. So, well done. Uh, uh, two things. One is this This is a nickname for Rocky Balboa, the character. Oh, dang. He, uh, he, oh. goes, he goes by the Italian stallion mm. in the Rocky films. Uh, but it is also a reference to Sylvester Stallone's 1970. Now, they only call it a low-budget film. Um, but uh, you're missing all of the air quotes, folks. It is, it is, it is definitely in the family of oh, what can we get away with? Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a movie called The Party at Kitty and Studs, in which he plays Kitty the Italian and stand- stallion. And uh, that movie, which is also known by that, is a softcore pornographic romance film. Softcore uh, romance film, pornographic romance. Lots of is, deep kisses, in right? That. Oh yeah, amorous. Yep. <laughs> Directed by everybody's favorite. Morton mm-hmm. Lewis. Oh God, you guys love, Morton. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, Mort, uh, deep catalog, lots of Criterion Collection <laughs> movies. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It's uh, Stallone's film debut and first starring roles, uh, for which he worked two days and was paid. How much money do you think he was paid for two days of work in 1970 in his first role in a softcore pornographic film? I'm gonna go lower. Okay. <laughs> He's gotta. He's gotta be able to afford a sandwich. It's still. <laughs> well, I, I have. I have a a little, little snippet of trivia about him. When no. he was trying to become an actor, he was so broke that he sold his dog to a friend. Yeah, and it it broke his heart, 
but he had no money and it was wow. the it was like the only thing he owned that anybody would pay anything for and when he became famous he went back to that friend and asked if he could buy his dog back and his friend charged him like fifty thousand dollars but wow. he did it he did it because he loved his dog that much and what would all of our moms say i don't think that person's your friend at all <laughs> Yep. Yep. Uh, he w- he was paid two hundred dollars for for his film role for two days, which is actually a pretty that's a pretty good rate. That's decent, yeah. you know, two hundred bucks to for a porn to take off your fur lapel jacket and show your dong for five minutes. I, think I mean, I've gotten paid less to show off my dong, but that's <laughs> nobody calls me the Italian stallion either. So I do it for the art. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you both two points. Outstanding. And uh, and Shannon, we're back to you. One through four. I'd just like to say how fair and how much I respect your scoring. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, at the end of this, we're going to need a group hug, and then maybe to whip out the green shoelaces. So oh. yeah, yeah, because we can. I don't. Yeah, well, there's a lot of things that can happen with your shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, f- I forgot what you said, so I'll just say two. It, it was one through four. All right. Two, two is one of the available options. Uh, Shannon Page, do you have a vague idea about Grecian formula? Cat's getting a call, everyone. Cat, <laughs> would you like to take that? Uh, no, it's okay. We can, we can put I him can, on the mic. I can. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. She would love that. Uh, it's my best friend. Uh, but no. Okay. No, this is important. Emily can wait. She's flying to St. Lucia tomorrow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I want to go That's to St. Lucia. It's for, her, it's for her birthday. Happy birthday, Emily Liddy. Happy birthday, Emily Liddy. Yep. Very good. I, w- I was trying not to look at your screen, but I I was definitely trying to look at your screen. Our also. eyes are all attracted to screens now. And I thought it said Eugene Levy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my best friend, Eugene Levy. <laughs> Um, Shit's Creek is great. Oh my god, uh, it's so good. Did you see Catherine O'Hara was um, nominated from Emmy? the The female comedy group is a monster. It is insane. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. she's she's incredibly good too. Oh yeah. Just just to kick it back to the thing we didn't know about. Uh, oh right. What it, what was the word Z that you mentioned? Number two, you said Grecian formula. Oh. Right. Shannon, did you say if you knew it or not yet? We got uh, distracted. Yeah, I'll say I do. You do? Okay. Cat, Cat, do you know I about Grecian formula? Yeah. Great. Okay. Oh, I'm uh, just going to guess. Shannon, give us your guess. What do you know about Grecian formula? Um, uh, It's A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Mm-hmm. Very nice. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Now, if you'd like to figure out the area of this triangle, you're going to apply the Grecian formula. No. If no, I'm wrong, no, that's I'm the be... the length of the third side given the oh, other two sides. It's true. You're right. I <laughs> totally whiffed on that. Like the a area real Charlie is one Brown. One half base times height. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but that has nothing to I do with Grace. I can't hang. <laughs> I, I still got some pi r squared for you. I can do that. I can do circles. Uh, great. Uh, cat, Grecian formula. If I'm wrong, I'm going to be wildly wrong, but I'm going to do so with confidence. <laughs> I believe it's a hair growth serum. You're, you're, you're half wrong. Oh, all uh, right. It's some sort of serum. It, it is. It is. Uh, Grecian formula is a male-marketed hair dye. Oh, well, yeah. All right. Yeah. Hair. Hair was 
She was yeah. three fourths. No, that's why I said you were yeah. half because it's you. not about growth. How do I know You're this? One why half is this in my brain? <laughs> why do I? I'm also picturing the the commercial where the guy like combs the color into his beard. Yeah, the just for men guy. Yes. It's just like yeah, and all those. Uh, let's just take a moment to reflect on how many of the just for men commercials that still run very late at night yep. are grossly misogynistic. They're real bad. Yeah, yeah, and they're just two retired baseball players because it's usually <laughs> I think it's usually Harold Baines and uh, the guy that played for the Mets. You well, shouldn't I don't admit get that commercials you know this. for that yeah. anymore. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just remember. But it's the, wild because yeah. they're just like, oh, you know, they're always like calling the game like this. This well, guy that's who with, still has TV. This guy with the gray hair has the audacity to speak to an attractive woman and she's like, you're rejected. And they're like, ha ha, dick face. And then it's like, yeah, <laughs> pretend you're younger because <laughs> lying to start want. a relationship is the ideal way to start yeah. one. Uh, yeah. Grecian Formula is a men's hair coloring product from Combi Incorporated until recently. The formulation used in the United in the U.S. Uh, contained lead acetate. Mm. Seems problematic. A little bit. Uh, because as lead. As long as you ac- don't eat it. As long as you don't eat it, you're fine. Just <laughs> cover your head in it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the Environmental Defense Fund in 2017 and other consumer groups filed a complaint with the FDA to force the removal of lead acetate from Grecian formula and other hair dyes, and blah blah blah. Hmm. It's not not anything really interesting. Uh, but yeah, Grecian formula, which I don't know why it's even called Grecian formula other than uh, some sort of uh, much like the Irish goodbye, a a positive stereotypical sense of Greek people's hair that, Greek, oh, they have Greek a lot of it yes, and it's always, thick, and it stays hair. dark forever. These Very, swarthy Greeks. Yes. Swarthy. <laughs> swarthy Greeks. Uh, great job. I'm going to give you both a point there. That's good. No. I said A squared plus B squared. Yeah, that's fair. I'm going to give Kat a point and a half. I appreciate the pity yeah, we'll point do, we'll and do we'll that. accept it. Thank you. No, we'll no, no. You definitely, you definitely deserve more points than me on that one. <laughs> Not a pity point. No, no, yeah. It's, that's you my had fault. Gre- you had hair serum. I did. I had Pythagorean theorem. <laughs> but that rhymed. It does which, rhyme. Wow. It's like I was planning that. You're a poet. And you didn't even know it. Uh, great. Um, so there are three topics left. Cat, one, two, or three. I believe. Oh, wait, you pick number two. Uh, I, I will also pick number two. Number two. It is time to play recast. Movies, movies, movies. <laughs> this music is tremendous. <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to thank Max Weinberg and the A Vague Idea Band for being here tonight. <laughs> Thanks, Max. Yeah. No, no. Don't get on the mic. We're good. Uh, yeah. Uh, so recast uh, is a game where we are going to recast a film. That makes so sense. You're going the title. Okay. You're going to name who you would put in uh, place of the ex- of the current existing actors in the film An American Werewolf in Paris. Uh, and if you need reminding of who was in that movie, I will tell you right now because I think I need reminding mm-hmm. who was in that movie. <laughs> uh, your existing leads are Tom Everett Scott, who you might all remember from the stuff he was in. I'm really regretting throwing my phone across the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show I'll show you guys a picture of of uh, Tom Everett Scott and uh, Julie Delphi, the French actress who is the. Uh, 
secondary uh-huh. lead. So there's Tom Everett Scott oh. and Julie Delphi. Okay, I remember. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you you'll know their faces. Oh. We've we've seen these folks before, He's right? The guy from uh, that thing you do. Yes. Yes, he did the and thing. And now that song's going to be in my head for the next you week. <laughs> doing that thing you do. Yep. War the band. The band. <laughs> uh, so, so, Kat, mm-hmm. who would you cast? Oh, man. To replace them. Choosing people from whatever era, whenever. Uh, and just to... Have you seen American Werewolf in Paris? Have you seen the film? Mm-hmm. Maybe if I was drinking. I don't remember details. It's basically the so... same movie as American Werewolf in London, but with uh, younger people in it because that movie okay. was from the 80s. And right. it's all about... I, think I saw uh, the 80s. Uh, he's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So just assume it's... because uh, Because sure. uh, Griffin Dunn's in uh-huh. the 80s movie. Yes. Um, so basically, like, yeah, uh, okay. Tom Everett Scott plays the guy who uh, kills his best friend, uh-huh. uh, like the guy who killed Griffin Dunn in that movie. Right, right. And Julie Delphi plays the uh, sensuous werewolf uh, woman who with uh, with whom he falls in love. Okay, okay. Uh, well, um, I would pick any member of Kids in the Hall. Great. Uh, okay. For Tom Everett Scott's part. Let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna lead towards. Uh, mm, man, Mark McCullough. Okay. Okay. Uh, who was also in, I believe, Superstore. Is that him? No. He's yes, the one no. that went on to Saturday Night Live, right? Ah, dang. Anyway. Oh, oh, yes. Uh, Mark. No, I'm thinking Mark McKinney. Bruce, Mark McKinney. Bruce Mark McCullough. McKinney. That's what I was oh, thinking. Oh, there we go. Yes, Mark McKinney, though. I will Mark McKinney. Okay, and, cool, uh, cool. He's kind of, he's going to be a little goofy. Yeah. He's going to be a little okay. awkward. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, oh, well, I'm a werewolf now. Right. Ah, this is, this is crazy. He's going to play and, it like Chicken Lady, but instead it's a werewolf. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and for the sensuous female lead, I will put uh, Lizzo. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's that's I think that's a combo that there's a lot of sensuality there. For for yeah, some serious on air chemistry. This is this is a madcap zany werewolf uh, really film is. that you're that you're building and I and I like it. Thank I'm you. I'm I'm on board. I, I, I'm here for that. Yeah. Shannon, who are you gonna cast? I'm gonna go with um <laughs> I know you think you know what I'm gonna say. Okay. Hey, if you're gonna surprise me, wow. I'm all, I'm on board. I'm That's gonna great. go with Winston Churchill and Josephine Baker. Oh, wow, wow. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just. I trying almost to said think. Kristen Bell. I did. I yeah. thought about her. Kristen Bell. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I don't know if she can hit that level of sexy that Lizzo can. It's, I mean, Lizzo's just like radiating it, right? And it's not that Kristen Bell is a very attractive woman. Let's not let's not mince words here, right? She's a little more on the like goofy side, right? I, I, Less on I the don't like. Know who Lizzo is. <gasps> All right. Well, we're gonna have to have a moment when we're done with this podcast for me to introduce you to Lizzo. Is it an actress? She's a singer. Oh, she's a goddess. <laughs> Goddamn goddess. <laughs> yeah, L- Lizzo, uh, also known as Melissa Vivian Jefferson. Uh, <laughs> Does that clear it right up for oh, you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just in oh. case you were confused about which uh, Lizzo we were discussing. Yeah, she, she's, yeah, she's, she's wild. Um, very like, it, she's hip hop, right? Yeah, like that's what we'd say. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and she's just like, I don't know. She's 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 a big she's a bigger woman who is like on it it's and like flaunting it like i don't very listen cool. to anything that wasn't made in the 90s that's fair that's fair <laughs> I, don't <blame> <laughs> I don't hate you know i probably wouldn't know her except that i have some younger friends that introduced me and then yeah and she and she plays flute 
Like she will she will do hip hop flute. No shit. See that that's yeah. cool. I didn't know that. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. It takes a it takes a bold individual to whip out a flute during a hip hop concert. It's true. While it's true. wearing like a leotard with a thong. That that takes that takes something. So yeah. Are you listening, Jethro Tull? Get it together. Right. Uh Great job. Uh, I'm going to give you each two points for your answers. That was that was very good. And Shannon, we're back to you. One or two? Mm. Oh, I'll go with number one. Number one. Do you have a vague idea about Double Dutch? Oh, yeah. Okay. Cat? Also, yes. Great. Shannon, let's talk about Double Dutch. It is a type of jump roping where there is some, uh, there's two people on either end and one person jumping in the middle, but... The big surprise here is that the people on the ends have two jump ropes each. What? And I, I I don't know how to explain this for our viewer for our listeners at home, but they, they do it in this motion. Yeah. Yeah, they're it's kind of a wax on, wax off situation. Yeah, they're doing the it's like the weave <laughs> in uh in basketball practice when you're a kid. Yeah. There's a, it, it's it's serpentine in its motion. There you go. It's almost like yes, an eight. <laughs> moving the way dutch people do uh, yes mm-hmm. uh. um and it's racist <laughs> right. because no i no. That, one, that one i can't i i don't know uh cat yep i was thinking of some gum commercial with twins i just went down oh, double mint the yes, double mint twins mint. There yeah. It is. uh yeah or budweiser twins no not that no, one not that no. yeah, that, no, 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 that was a that was a weird time in our history right no oh, i was, I was just a... singing the big red song <laughs> <laughs> double your pleasure okay double, double your fun <laughs> it's the statement of a great mint with double mango wow for some reason when i think of double dutch i always think of um my grandma and your grandma. Oh yeah, because it's kind of that. It's kind of that 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 beats per minute. Don't you do like the Lincoln Lincoln? I've been thinking, what the hell have you been drinking? Thing for Double Dutch too, or is what? that something else? I don't know that one. No, I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the the rhyme is Lincoln Lincoln. I've been thinking, what the hell have you been drinking? Is it? Ah, oh, shoot. Is it something or turpentine? Some I don't know. Whatever. Uh, children. Who are you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> I had a whole book when I was a kid of jump rope songs, oh, and wow. I can't think of a single one right now, but I can picture the cover of the book. Nice. Well, hey. <laughs> so advertising works. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, make, to give you even more cool points, I think one of them might have been the song that Tom Hanks and his best friend sang on Big. Um... Oh God! What was it? Uh, uh balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm with you. You know what I'm, I'm talking with you. about. I can't. I can't get na, there. Na, 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 da, da, biscuit. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Nate's looking at us like we're crazy people right now. But guess what? Shannon and I both know what we're not talking about. Yeah. No. Hey. I. I am witnessing a moment of uh, of just mental compatibility, That's, and I, I mm-hmm. like it. Um, oh, good lord! Okay. Anyway, yeah, I will. I will go along with that. <laughs> I I will think back to like Sesame Street. Um, and uh, yep, 
and I, I do remember, you know, there are different kinds of jump ropes. For whatever reason, I remember the kinds that we used to use in gym class that were like those segmented plastic oh. ones. So when they hit the ground, they, they slapped it. But also on. if they missed and they hit you on the leg. Oh, yeah. Or if they like got punishment. tangled in your hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was like, oh, you missed. Here's corporal punishment. So you won't ever miss again. Something on top. <laughs> I'm still thinking of that song. <laughs> Ice cream, soda pop, cherry on top. No, 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 no. <laughs> Great. It's the kind too that you would do like the the hand slap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's down, down, baby. Down That's high. it. Is that it? Yes. Sweet, sweet, baby. But I don't. I would never go. do that. Shimmy, with... shimmy, cocoa pop. Shimmy, shimmy, something. Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Girlfriend. Okay. Anyway. Ooh, okay. Shalita I, I, walking I, down the street <laughs> 10 times a week. I'm in it. I said it. I stole my mom's credit. <laughs> You're cool. You're hot. Knock me in. Oops. On the microphone three more times. <laughs> so, Sorry, so really yeah, for th- this, this website, uh, ice-cream-freaks.com uh-huh. says that this is the song, the ice cream song, Down Down Baby from the movie Big. Uh <laughs> <laughs> down, down, baby, down the roller, down, down the roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Sweet, sweet, baby, sweet, sweet. sweet don't, don't let, let me go. go. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop. Shimmy, shimmy, rock. Which I do remember that line from my elementary school days. Uh, you repeat that line. There's the refrain of shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop. And then I met a girlfriend, a Trisket. She said a Trisket, a biscuit, mm-hmm. ice cream, soda pop, vanilla on the top. <laughs> there you go. And then this says Ooh Shalita. Ooh Shalita, walking down the, the street. street ten times a week. I meant it. I said it. I stole my mama's credit. I'm cool. I'm hot. Knock me somewhere. I don't remember this that. This says sock you in the stomach three more times. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's kind of a song about, I guess, like coveting someone on the street and getting punched for it. Is that what the story uh, Childhood is? memories. Yeah. I don't. I... Yeah. Good times. <laughs> and actually, now that we've said the whole thing out loud, I don't think I ever once sang it while, while jump roping. <laughs> I have watched some competitive jump roping videos on YouTube, and those are bomb. No joke. And I don't even know if I've ever described something as bomb until just now. (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. Cat Atwell said the word bomb in Mm -hmm. a non-ironic context for us today. You're welcome. I am suddenly 20 years younger than I am right now. (laughs) So you're like nine? Oh, you're adorable. Uh, Double Dutch is a game in which two long jump ropes turning in opposite directions are jumped by one or more players jumping simultaneously. It's believed to have originated among Dutch immigrants to in New York City, which is, I mean, it was established by the Dutch. That's where the New Sesame Amsterdam. Street reference came from, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while it, it had long been a popular street activity for African-American girls in New York, uh, the modern sport of double Dutch originates in the early 70s with NYPD officers Ulysses Williams and David Walker, who formalized the rules for competition. The first official competition was held in 1974. In the early 80s, Double Dutch was strongly associated with hip-hop culture. It has also been recognized also as... Also my gym class. Yeah. <laughs> I remember doing it and like it's anxiety. It was an anxiety driver for me. Oh, yeah. Me. Running into it when it was... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to, like, you, you have to be like, yeah. okay, up, yeah. up, up, go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like trying to get on the moving walkway, but it's... it's there's the three lift. moving walkways. Yeah. yeah. The ski lift's a way better... Yeah. That's a way better allegory because man i used to hate trying to get on the ski lift scares the shit out of you yeah also getting off of the ski lift yes. you're pretty much like fucked on both ends of this thing that is carrying you through the air in mm-hmm. the cold it's it's delightful mm-hmm. skiing great industry i don't Go ski Colorado. but that's how i feel about revolving doors too yeah. oh yeah yeah <laughs> 
Uh, you're you're each getting. Uh, let's see. <laughs> you're each gonna get three points for your answers on that. If one. we could also credit Tom Hanks with a point. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks always gets a point. Uh, and Tom, if you want to be on the show. <laughs> Come on by. You are the nicest man in Hollywood. You are probably the most likely to just show up here if I ask enough times. And that would be amazing, wouldn't it? Uh, Bill Murray might. Bill Murray. I yeah, that's true. Say, yeah. But Bill Murray would also force us to not say he was ever here. We would spend the entire time being like, Bill Murray was here, but he said no one would believe us. And it's true. He could be here now. I know. I'm Bill Murray. <laughs> it's true. Cat uh, Cat Atwell has removed a mask and revealed herself to be Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. I'm Steve what, what did you say to Scarlett Johansson at the end of? <laughs> Ironic smile. Walk away with a drink. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so, Cat, we've got one more topic. Would you like the final topic? I was born for the final topic. <laughs> well, great yeah. because we're gonna play Fuck Mary Kill. Sweet. Ooh. Uh, oh, oh dear! That I don't went, know. I'm trying no, to. That no, took a turn. Nope, nope, nope. Wow, nope. Okay. <laughs> Hard pass on that. <laughs> I'm kind of turned on right now. Okay. Well, so I, I, I'm doing, I'm doing 50 percent okay here. <laughs> I'm just trying to score points. Shannon. I feel right. like <laughs> a real. <laughs> I feel like a real pillow face kisser right now. Uh, so for Fuck, Mary Kill, we play it as as one might expect. Right. Uh, you're going to have to tell us who you would fuck, who you would marry, and who you would kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll both get a turn at this. And uh, your options yes. are Kathy Ireland, uh-huh. Candace Bergen, Okay. Bergen being a city in Norway. Oh, oh I see. Okay, you had to really hand yeah. that to Yeah, me. yeah. I, I, it, I okay. wanted to put it in there, but I, yeah, to okay. just be clear. Thank you. And, uh, or Paris Hilton. So oh, those gosh. are your three options. Easy. Sure. I mean, I think everybody's kind of got a default kill at this point. But, <laughs> yeah. But that's cool. So, um, yeah, where, where are we going, Kat? Yeah. What do you think? Um, thoughts and prayers, Paris. Uh, she's, she's, she's my... God, I feel really bad. You didn't like her turn in the hottie and the naughty uh, from like 2006? I remember that show. I actually just watched all three seasons of Veronica Mars. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and she was in the first season. Oh, oh yeah. was she? She was like Logan's girlfriend. She was like a bitchy gr- or girlfriend. Or somebody's yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. 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 Dick How? Casablanca's girlfriend, yes. maybe. Yes, uh-huh. so terrible. Yeah, she was. So yeah, I. But you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't make it painful. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. You just you just use one of these shoelaces right, just, and just really quickly choke her yeah, out. Yeah, thank you. You'll pass um, out first, and then we'll finish the job while you're asleep. Right. Yeah. Cool. Um, I would. Uh, I would. I would fuck Kathy Ireland probably in a blouse that she sold at Macy's in the sure. early 90s. <laughs> Take your blouse off of me, Kathy Ireland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and heck yeah, I'd marry Candace Bergen. Are you kidding? Yeah. She she would she would tell me what to do and I would like it. Yeah. She's going to she's going to Murphy Brown you up. I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. No, it's great. Keep me in line. Yeah. Somebody needs to. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Shannon I can't. I can't disagree with that. That's no, that's, that's the that's answer. Where you're going? Thank that's you. the answer. Um, so while I was in Ireland, Ireland, mm-hmm. Iceland, um, uh, this time of year it doesn't get dark. Yes. So we would get home from being out at eleven o'clock, and it would still be really bright. So we would think that we weren't tired, mm-hmm. and the Airbnb we were staying, we could log into Prime Video, and for some reason, me and my friends decided to watch Boston Legal. 
Okay. <laughs> and great. we ended up watching like seven episodes of it. Candace Bergen's on that show. And she's yeah. Schmidt. She's great. She's amazing. She's awesome. so good. Because she's, <laughs> yeah. she's like the counterbalance to, to Jenny Crane, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, okay. That's Shatner's character. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, but man. Uh, yeah. So that just that just reemphasizes Murphy Brown and Schmidt. Yep. That's a that's a wifey material. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, and I can't believe I just said wifey material. You did. What's well, right? <laughs> I said bomb earlier. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about having a microphone in front of you that makes you say things. Yeah. Like, right. You think sound cool in your head, and then they come out, and you're like, ooh. <laughs> uh, I I don't disagree with either of you. Like I, uh, my mom and I watched a lot of Murphy Brown when I was a kid. Um. I really like Candace Bergen. I did have a major crush on Kathy Ireland when I was in like middle and high school, uh, which makes me a little torn about marrying her or not. Oh. Um, but, you know, Candace Bergen, like, I, I feel like there's a lot of talking to Candace Bergen about the Manson murders mm-hmm. that I could do if we were married. And you really only be able to do if you were married because then you've got that uh, court protection where we can't testify against each other at any point. Well, and she that's was valuable. In, she was in the Saturday Pardon me, Saturday Night Live sketch with Gilda Radner. Uh, if and I can't even remember her name was Fern. Yes, she messed up the script and was calling Gilda Radner by her own name, and she completely broke during this this set. And I loved it. I love her for that because I love Gilda. So, yeah. oh yeah. Um, I would like to backtrack and ask you what you're talking about. I am unaware of any Candace Bergen Manson connection. Um, so my understanding is candace bergen was dating the record producer guy who had kind of strung charles manson along uh, for a little while Mm -hmm. and had connected him with dennis wilson of the beach boys to hang out and then had basically was on a previous episode and i yes and i and i shoot if you really want to know you should listen to the you must remember this series on the manson murders because uh she does an incredible job actually laying everything out very clearly um, but but I believe she was dating the guy that was the record producer who maybe had previously owned the house that Sharon Tate and uh, what's his name? Polanski. Yes, that Polanski were then renting. Ooh. So basically, like Manson went back to get revenge on this guy and probably would have killed this guy in Candace Bergen had they not moved and rented the house to Tate and Polanski. Oh, that's, I had no that's idea. That's what I. Th- Think, and this is me remembering listening to You Must Remember This, which is a podcast that is uh, of greater quality than this one, but uh, of not necessarily greater merit, depending on your perspective. Probably better researched. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think probably is uh, poorly used at this <laughs> juncture. <laughs> we are trading on our star-powered charisma alone. Would they know what the Belgian dip is? I'm going to guess no. Yeah, they probably wouldn't. No, I bet, uh, you know, she would put it around. What's what's that about? Mm-hmm. What's yeah. is is it some sort of uh, formal uh, water right. related? I, well, now activity? I, I yeah. forgot for a second. Right I, <laughs> when we just You're said like, it, I'm where, like, where is where it a sexual I? maneuver? <laughs> we didn't go there, and now I'm disappointed in both of us. <laughs> we should just send that for everything, right? Yeah. The Belgian dip is like when you're dancing and you dip your partner, but in this case, you. Uh, Nope. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. You don't want to go anywhere else. You just release your moray eel tongue into their mouth. There was a gesture with that that made me a little uncomfortable. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, it, it's kind of a PTSD yeah. situation. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a lot like of fingers. Going it's on. like the well, because I'm I'm sort it's of like serpentine. Look, yeah. Well, like because I can only imagine this like pillow-faced kisser, like. Then, like, the tongue poking out in the way that the tiny alien face pokes out of the alien in the movie Alien, 
where it's like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, cool. You're gonna yep. you're gonna make out like this is a Russian nesting makeout that we're having now. Right. Yes, <laughs> Russian nesting makeout. <laughs> if that isn't a thing, it is now. That's when your dwarf friend cl- crawls inside you and makes out with your. No, that's terrible. Nope. I don't know oh, what I'm. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm really going Cronenbergian here. Uh, great job. I'm gonna give you both two points for your answers on fuck, Mary kill. And I just need to add the scores up. So feel free to talk amongst yourselves for a couple moments. Witty banter, witty banter. So here's here's my. Was that the first time that you'd been to Europe? No, no. Oh, where else have you been? Um, I did. Uh, I've been to London a couple times, and I did a year abroad there. Oh wow! And then while I was there, I did that whole like backpacking thing a couple times. Very impressive. <laughs> I'm jealous. I I did get married in a castle in Scotland. Ooh, That's mine. nice. Yeah, it was it was. Pretty, pretty awesome. Except there were a lot of bugs. You don't Aww. think about insects when you're <laughs> when you're planning a wedding. When you're when you're planning a wedding or just traveling anywhere. When you think vacation, you don't think mosquitoes or or gnats. Did you stay in the castle also? Or we did. We stayed overnight. My uh, and it was very creepy, and the bed was very small. And uh, yeah, my husband thinks he saw a ghost, which made it weird. And it was it was on a lot of acreage in the middle of nowhere. So it was creepy, quiet. Would not would not recommend (laughs) your first night as a married couple. Not plant yourself in a haunted castle. I don't know. That sounds perfect to me. (laughs) Did you hear that? What was that? I can't lie in a straight line. Yeah. I have to get up and tend to the horses, my darling. (laughs) Through the hedge maze. Mm, Indeed. That's not even a Scottish accent. (laughs) I can't do a Scottish accent. What what was the name of the castle? Uh, Traquare House. It is the oldest inhabited castle in Scotland. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Who lives there now? Just some folks? A lady named Catherine. Actually, I mean, they're they're of the lineage. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's very neat. Yeah. There's a castle here in Colorado that's uh, between uh, Denver and Castle Rock off of uh, Santa Fe that was owned by a woman named Tweet Kimball for a long time Tweet? it was yes okay Serious. we need to go on a field trip oh yeah. i'm not doubting yeah, yeah. you i'm already uh, excited and disappointed that i haven't gone already yeah you you got to check it out because it is it's like medieval cla- medieval castle level and she lived in it for a long time uh, she's since passed i believe but i, I like went I've... to uh elementary school with her granddaughter tracy and uh yeah did tracy live in the castle no she did not and there was some sort of falling out thing where i feel like all of the children were disowned by this by tweet by, by this tweet. woman yeah so i don't know that uh tracy ever got tweety? like a bite of that apple oh you know she was called tweety that's also on the grounds around the castle there is like a, a buffalo refuge oh. so there are wild buffalo and a castle and what? it's like just right right by like castle pines and all that shit down there for real yeah 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 it's pretty it's pretty crazy i know uh, that there's another castle somewhere <laughs> out in colorado like in the mountains somewhere like uh, west of the springs where some guy has built some rickety creepy castle that oh, one sure. i've heard of yeah, yeah. that he like yeah. built it off yeah. by hand and continues to build upon i was gonna it. say i'm disappointed because i feel like i've read every atlas obscura yeah. colorful colorado weird things to go see right. and i've read about that one i've never heard about this one yeah this uh, and i i mean so i knew about it because there was i feel like there was like a field trip opportunity when i was in elementary school well, to go the to granddaughter it to school, uh, so. yeah <laughs> and then uh one summer when i was Maybe I was in high school or college. I can't remember. But I worked. I worked with my dad. I did 
plumbing and HVAC stuff with him during the summers. And we were called to go to the, like, groundskeeper's cottage on the grounds of this thing. So we went and did work on this. At the estate. Yeah. Wow. It was basically like a, a, and it was also similarly mm. built out of like cobblestone. Mm. So it was very weird. Like it was modernized in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, it was this like small little. Uh, That's amazing. Kind of like a, a 600 square foot. Like basically like if you took a one bedroom apartment like a shotgun apartment and just made it a house that was on the grounds by this castle. It was crazy stuff. Now we should probably tell our listeners to not all go see the castle at once. Please respect their privacy. Yeah. Uh, they, they do. They have a website and everything. No, I think you of, can pay to you, tour it. But both of you should stagger your visits. And if you guys want to renew your vows, I bet we can bring some ghosts in. You can just go hang out there yeah, yeah. and have a little like uh, ghost redux. Mm. That's fun. Yep. Scooby Doo style. Spooky. Yeah. <laughs> crazy kids. Uh, yeah. It was Mr. Carruthers the whole time. <laughs> I'm definitely huh. going to be looking that up. That's fascinating. Yeah. It's it's really cool. And I wish I could remember the name of it off the top of my head, but I can't. Um, it's Tweety's Castle. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, wild stuff. Uh, guys, you have both won and both lost because we have a tie of 19 Woo! points each. Outstanding. Which That's is excellent nice. because you both played a hell of a game. <laughs> I, I feel better for having competed against you. Oh, thank you. As you, do I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've been a tremendous host. Well, thank you. <laughs> you, can't, you can't get any more points now, so I'm going to take that as a genuine compliment. That was sincere. This has been a lovely, a lovely evening. I've enjoyed it. I, honestly, I was so scared that I was going to somehow, you know... Look like an idiot. Oh, no, no. Sound yeah. like an idiot. See, there it is. You I could was do neither. For the moment. <laughs> there it was. I, I would like to thank you for being on the show because, you know, we've, I mean, we're not, we haven't had the opportunity to become super close not in yet. any sort of, well, yeah, but Good I mean, time. we got, yeah. <laughs> we're going to go Frenching after yeah. this. <laughs> Let's go recess some car, <laughs> some headlights. <laughs> And then I, we're going to get I Shannon do. involved for a Belgian dip. It's going to be <laughs> I do really like the idea of just like a, a, a hilariously mundane painting the town red thing where it's like, yeah, we're going to go re- reset some some headlights and just get into some cold water. Yeah. You yeah. know, just get real with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, Kat, is there anything that you would like to plug this evening, keeping in mind that this will post in about two weeks? So is there anything coming up for you that you want people to come to or... Uh, Anything that you just think is important, that would be fine. Um, man, nothing real particular. I would I would encourage everybody to look into Ignite Denver if you are in town. Otherwise, I would just encourage everybody to support local artists. That's yeah, so, that's great. Yeah. And I'll back you up on Ignite Denver is very cool. I've gone to uh, I've gone to two Ignite Denvers and I've gone to two Ignite Boulders back when I still lived oh, yeah. up there. Uh, and it's a it's a really cool project because it's just you get to go up and talk for five minutes, I think, about mm-hmm. something that you're passionate about. Right. As long as you're not selling something overtly. Exactly. Uh, I witnessed uh, someone talk just about cast iron cookware and their passion for it for mm-hmm. five minutes, which was interesting. Sure. Um, also, someone talking about uh, using a breathalyzer uh, from a DUI and that mm. that being like, this is a thing that, you know, this is a thing I do because I made a mistake. Sure. And uh, but it's part of defining who I am and uh, whatever. It's a cool it's a cool project because it really is about I mean, it's public speaking, but it's also about, I think, connecting uh, bringing community together for sure. Yeah. 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 Finding finding ways to give people avenues to talk about things they care about 
that don't normally exist because uh, you know, we don't usually do that. And right. we all have to scream into the void of social media otherwise. So right. that's fun. For instance. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, other than that, yeah. Just, just support your friends and go out to local theater and put down your phones. Except Great. to listen to these. In which case, you can you can look at your phone briefly, turn it on, but then, yeah. you know, walk away. But then, like, look at birds and squirrels and stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Like, yeah. go, go, like, Put your look feet at other in stuff. the grass. Yes, yes. And sweat heavily. Uh, <laughs> sweat heavily, kiss deeply, mm-hmm. etc. It's like a poster <laughs> thing. Jesus was carrying you the whole time. <laughs> Shannon... <laughs> What what would you like to plug, Shannon? I don't I don't have anything. Nothing. Nope. You sure? Yep. Okay. You don't want to plug Iceland or anything like that. <laughs> no. I mean, I guess they they're I think they're, they're doing over, fine. They're over plugs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're, they're selling they're twenty dollars cheeseburgers. Yeah. I'd say they're a okay. <laughs> Go Iceland. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for both being on again. Thank you, Shannon, for being uh, uh, my my stalwart and awesome with me as always co-host slash competitor person. Aww. Uh, you make this a lot of fun. It's just fun to do this thing. Aww. Um, Aww. Anyway, I'm just going to gush a little bit because I do. I feel like this is like She's the 40th. This turned into a thing. This is like the 40th or 41st show. I don't I don't know exactly which one it is, but you know, we've been doing this for almost a year. We're getting we're getting close to a year of doing this program. Have we really? And uh, we're getting close to to hitting somewhere around uh, 17 to 1800 people who have downloaded so far, which you know, it's not a huge amount, but I still feel pretty good about it. I, it's nice. Aww. You know, we've got some good compliments from people in person. Like, hey, it sounds really good. You're having a fun time. I like that. So, uh, yeah, um, I'm still just having a terrible time coming up with a closing <laughs> a way like, to get out with of an, the with, show with an outro because I need I need uh, I need my good night and good luck. You need a tagline. Know? I need something. And uh, and without doing anything that's just horribly crass, because I feel like the world's just crass enough. And obviously, there's a lot of awful shit going on all the time. Um, so I don't really want to contribute to that. Uh, so yeah, I, I think it... that's a perfect closing right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm here to make it not worse. <laughs> okay, yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. That's that is a poor poor example. Whatever you I, say is no, lovely I, I, because you're very very sincere and kind and and genuine. Well, thank you. I I really do like what you said though. I think I think my my parting statement and maybe I'll if I remember to keep this up next week is just. Uh, Go out there and live your life and don't make the world worse. There you go. Thank you guys for listening. This has been a vague idea. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. (laughs) A Vague Idea is written and produced by me, Nate Regolia, with Shannon Page and John Peros. If you like this podcast and you like anime, you should check out my podcast with Sean Grolkowski called You Better Believe This. That's found at moleholeradio.com. If you like science fiction books, you should check out the press that Sean and I started. It's called Space Boy Books, and you can find us at readspaceboy.com.